happy Valentine's Day yeah, to Valentine's all of you. Day, folks. Just like, you know, take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. Like, if you chill. love someone, love on them that day. If you don't, yeah. don't. If you want to give someone a little card that says happy Valentine's Day, do it. Yeah, have fun. And if not, fuck the man. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up? It's Iceman. And today is the closest that we're going to get to Valentine's Day. On this schedule, yes. Love it. You might uh, actually Patreons will get the actual episode out next week on Valentine's Day. It's not going to be this one, but Love it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. All the rest of you, uh, you get it a little bit early before Valentine's Day. And um, if you want to join our Patreon, you get episodes a day or two early. Uh, patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i it really helps support the show it helps us keep mark around uh mark is like our guy that does everything he's like the man the myth the, the legend man. but oh, like man. mostly like a myth yep. and um steve does crypto corner once a week yep. helps a lot of people make a lot of money it's been sick and we do a live stream once a month with a free roll poker tournament where we give away cash prizes so it's a fun time got a great discord community if you want to come hang out chill with people ask some questions Say hi, you know, have friends, all of that stuff. But today, I was like, okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes, we could do like another couples relationship type episode. Ugh. But also, every time there's a corporate holiday where like it's super mainstream in America, there's always some like dark history with it. Like there's yeah. some fucking fucked up dark origin to it. And I hadn't looked into it for Valentine's Day before, but I was almost positive. Labor that Day I was would... insane. Really? What? No, that's yeah. not a corporate holiday. Labor Day master. Shut the fuck up. I mean, yeah, for veterans, it's always insane. It's always got a dark origin. Well, veteran, that's Veterans Day. Okay. About Labor Day. Well, what? What's labor? Oh, we'll get to it another episode. It's a whole episode. It's going to be like 90 minutes. All right, the ones I'm talking about the ones where you give greeting cards to people. I've never gotten a Labor Day card from you, and frankly, I'm offended. Frankly, you don't work that hard. How dare you? Um, So, Valentine's Day, I was like, there's got to be some shit. Like, there's got to be some shit because it's all like lovey dovey romance, buy chocolates and flowers and stuff. And like, even Christmas which is like the most joyous of holidays, right? Is like, oh, it was to, it was a pagan holiday. Like, you know, Santa is actually Moloch and they used to offer their children and to sit on his lap. And actually Santa is an anagram for Satan. But we made it fun. But we made it fun. That's right. We always and do that's that. what we do here in America. That's what we always do. So when I was looking into Valentine's Day, of course, there was some fucked up origin story. The Valentine's Day Massacre, right? And paganism is in, involved. Of course, of course. But no, it wasn't quite that disastrous. I think the most, the more dark it is, the more joyous we made it. So like Christmas has got to be like the dark, the darker one. Halloween's kind of weird too, but nah. we just kind of kept that dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone expects it. Um, but Valentine's Day, there was a lot of like muckiness of the actual history of it. So... It's not very like factual where like we can say with concrete evidence that this is how Valentine's Day started. There's like three different St. Valentine's that people talk about in history. Two of them had really similar stories, though. So I don't know if they were actually the same person or if they were conflated with each other. But I'll just kind of give you a mixture of them. Okay. Basically, so there were two St. Valentine's, as I said, um, but... The one that we think is like kind of linked to marriage and love and stuff is this guy 
um, who basically in the 1400s, there was a temple priest and the Roman emperor at the time, Claudius II, his actual full name was Claudius Gothicus, so he's like definitely a villain. He outlawed marriage because he wanted more soldiers to go to war and like they wouldn't go fight in battle if they were married. So Mm. then he outlawed marriage, but this this, um, temple priest named Valentine uh, which, by the way, there was tons of Valentines back then. But this temple priest named Valentine used to marry young couples in secret, you know, because it was outlawed. They mm-hmm. weren't allowed to really get married. But he would do it in secret. And then when he was found out, basically, he got sent to, um, to like, he was jailed. But he was jailed with an aristocrat family, like, as his, like, captors. Like, he was prisoner at this family's house. And the dude had a daughter who was blind and he's like, okay, if you could cure my daughter from blindness, we'll all convert to Christianity. And he did. So he like did a, he like held his hand over her and did a chant. And then he cured her from blindness. So then the whole family got baptized. And when Claudius Gothicus found out, he was pissed and he had the whole family executed. But with Valentine, he had him beheaded. And according to the fables, um, he wrote a note to the daughter because he kind of fell in love with the daughter that he cured of blindness. Oh, yeah, and he was like, from your Valentine. Mm. And so that's why we have notes that's like, will you be my Valentine? Wow. Because he like saved her and fell in love with her. Yeah, that's a dark origin story. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, the other crossover <clears throat> is with the pagans. So I told you there was gonna be pagans involved. Um, back in Rome, um, they had this festival called the Festival of Lupercalia, and that was between February 13th and February 15th. So February 14th falls smack dab in the middle there. And they would, like, basically men would, like, strip naked or almost naked, and they would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purity. And then they would take the hides of those animals and they would just whip women with them. But the women would like it. They were like, yeah, whip me with it because they believed that it would make them more fertile. So they, the women would just like line up to get whipped by this like sacrificed goat hide. And they would get like the blood on them and stuff. It's like getting hit with a rug. Yeah. And then um, all Jeez. of the young maidens would put their name into an urn that the bachelors at the time would then draw names and they would be like coupled up with that young maiden for the duration of the festival. Do you think there was ever like the draw name and the guy's like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, because in the research it said um, if they want, if it was a good fit. Mm. <laughs> so I think like, yeah, sometimes like, oh, the guy shit. was like, shit, shit, uh, shit. can I redraw, redraw? Yeah, or like, hey, redraw. it's kind of smeared. I think it says Agatha. Yeah, <laughs> and they had to like, write their name on clay tablets so it wasn't you know maybe you you could try to get away with some shit yeah so they would be coupled up for the festival and do all sorts of sexual things with their newfound fertility and often it would lead to marriage Mm, like they'd be like oh i kind of like you and we don't live very long because it's ancient roman times yeah we're gonna be like 30 so yeah let's just do the thing okay get married now 
Yeah. So um, people say because of the overlap in that time period where it's like February 13th through 15th and because there was like a period of time where Christianity was like kind of Christianizing all these old pagan holidays that they just took that holiday and were like, well, like fertility and stuff happens there. Let's just make that a Christian holiday and keep it about like love or I don't know. It wasn't really ever about love. It was about it was about well, fertility. That, fucking know, we had time for love. You lived till you're 29 years old. Yeah, and like you know, you like, let's get it over your with. Kids out, get your bloodline going, and then pick my name so I can. Yeah, let me die. Please yeah. let me die. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, yeah, and then like the rich Romans would have like the elite Romans would have like really fucked up times of enjoyment where they would bring in prostitutes from the next city over and make them fight a lion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was fucked up. I could see how that'd be kind of hot, though. <laughs> well, it always ended in death. Oh, damn. like they were tied to like. like if a... they beat the lion, that's kind of that's kind of hot. That's kind of hot, yeah. yeah. But they they did not. Yeah. It was just a sick way for them to be entertained because they had everything. So they were like, "We have all the money in the world. We have all the riches in the world." Make the Bedouins fight. Yeah, but that's the story for another time. That didn't happen on Valentine's Day. So, um, yeah, there were like two different valentines that both got beheaded by claudius gothicus and both of them got laid to rest near the same highway so it's very like we don't know which one officially in the catholic uh rulings or whatever when they wrote everything down officially it was the bishop of Turney, but we don't you know we don't really know you you said that as if it's like oh shit yeah. bishop attorney like well, the, bishop the way you of you turning. dropped his name it was I was like I mean because oh, it was shit. between All him right. and that temple priest okay okay right yeah. but I kind of like the temple priest story okay okay but it's not like he doesn't get the credit I get it in the official books okay which by the way all of this research was done by Bulgarian monks not trustworthy is that what we're saying no I'm just saying it's kind of random it's like mm. for Catholics the I don't know. You never know. It's just so it's a weird way. Like, but they dug through all kinds of history, like for years, to try to get all of this information. So you know what I never understood why does Jesus have a fish? He doesn't have a fish. Like he's not like yeah keeping an aquarium. No, Jesus has a fish. It's like a Jesus fish. It's a whole thing. No, I, I see know. See the back of only vans. Well, because have you ever fucking read the Bible? No. Well, he fed a village with one fish. Damn, dude, so everybody only had like a scale no, each? No, he turned it into a bunch of fish because he's oh, fucking Jesus. Right, he jesus it. Yes. That's sick. Are you, you don't believe it? Do I not believe that he turned it? I think he David Blaine did. They I think like, he was like the David Blaine. They were like, that. we only have like a, one fish. And he was like, nah, we have a whole village worth of fish now. I saw David Blaine shove a, shove a spike through his own head. What? That's way better than what Jesus did. What the hell? You, you, by the way, fucking you didn't even know what Jesus did, so don't. You keep his name the, out your mouth. I know about the water, the wine one. Okay. Chris Angel, by the way, can fly. Jesus never flew. Well. I'm just saying. He walked on water. That's kind of flying. Walking on water. I saw David Blaine do that in a pool. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. He didn't have any like CGI tricks or editing tricks um, back then. So like, I feel like Jesus is way more legit. I don't know about. I think, oh, I saw David Copperman made it, make an entire audience disappear. Yeah. So did Jesus ever do anything like that? He made our sins disappear. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Also, he heals people. David Blaine just like does like makes a card come out of an apple and shit. No, he shoves like a he shoved a freaking double bladed spear through his stomach. What? And pulled it right out. Yeah, he's fine. 
David Blaine's awesome. Okay. Um, I believe in David Blaine. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So, what you don't believe in Jesus? Or? No, no, I think he he was real. I just think he was like early magician. <laughs> early, early, early. I feel so at odds in this conversation. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so, the corporate holiday of Valentine's Day actually um, was kind of attributed to this guy named Jeffrey Chaucer. Mm-hmm. He was a poet. He's an English poet. And they say that he, he kind of unofficially invented Valentine's Day because before then it was like, yeah, they had this festival of Lupercalia um, that they were trying to like Christianize. But this poet, um, he p- would place his characters into fictitious historical context that he represented as real. So no record actually exists of romantic celebrations on Valentine's Day pr- prior to this poem that Chaucer wrote around 1375 in his work Parliament of Fowls, where he links a tradition of courtly love with the celebration of St. Valentine's Feast Day, an association that didn't exist until after his poem received widespread attention. So they didn't even have a Valentine's Day until he wrote this poem where he, it was like his art turned into reality. Okay. Like life mirrored art instead of vice versa. He's like, yeah, when all the couples got together on this uh, St. Valentine's Feast Day, you know, the one. And then it's like, well, why do you pick February 14th? And he's like, well, that's when all of the, he says, this is a quote from his poem, for this was sent on St. Valentine's Day when every fowl cometh to choose his mate. So all the birds were like mating and then like all the people are mating. So he sounds like he took credit for someone else's thing. Well, he didn't. He invented it. Hmm. He like, because no one even celebrated it as a- Why did he say St. Valentine's then? He just pulled it out of his fucking ass. Really? Yeah. But wasn't St. Valentine's an actual cat who existed? Yeah, but like he had no relation to February 14th. Okay, got it. So like he, okay, so he existed. He maybe married people in in secret. So there's like that connection with like couples. Mm -hmm. But there's no connection to February 14th with St. Valentine until this dude, uh, Jeffrey Chaucer, wrote about it in a poem. And then he like linked the two to like a romantic thing, and it was like the same day of when this festival w- would happen, which was kind of ro- it's like kind of about couples, but it was not about love. It was not like romantic at all of any sort. Okay, it was a like we need to sacrifice an animal so that we can have babies. Got but it. like it wasn't like ooh a courtship. Until this guy wrote about it in a poem. Okay. And then people were like, oh, okay. So now like, so yeah, the St. Valentine's Feast Day, like like in, the, in that famous poem. And so by the 1400s, there were these nobles that were inspired by Chaucer's poem. And they began writing poems known as Valentines to their love interests. And then it was only at this point that stories began to appear linking St. Valentine to romance. Previously, he was just like this dude that was, you know, doing his priestly duties of marrying people, but wasn't like, wasn't like he was like into romance. Okay. He's like, I'll sanctify your relationship under God, but I'm not going to like, he's not like a, he's not like, hey, be light a candle between the two of you and like, got it. Say, uh, say romantic things. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but mostly I feel like, so, um, so Hallmark, adopted this holiday in 1913 so that was like 
500 years later? It's like 500 years later, Hallmark was like, oh, St. Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah, we'll take it. Like, they used to write little notes to each other. Yeah, we got cards to sell. And there's like a lull between Christmas and... July 4th. Yeah, there's yeah, like no one's writing lull. any like Chris greeting cards, You don't right? really do greeting cards on July 4th either. You don't? No. No, so when do you do them? You like, like anniversary. Get well soon. Yeah. Graduations. That's about it. June. So there's like a whole big lull and they're like, we need something. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why they latched on. And, you know, people want to have something to look forward to in like a cold season. Yeah. It's kind of like dull and everything's gray. After Christmas, it is kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I got to go to work. And like, there's nothing to break up the monotony. No. You know, so it's kind of nice. I think that's why we embraced it as a holiday. We're like, sure. Like, we need more things to celebrate. Well, we need more things to sell, too. Not to be the cynical guy. Yeah. But, like, that is, like, that. Is, like as soon as, like, Christmas, is, it's, like, strikes midnight. There's already Valentine's Day stuff up. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Before that, it's, like, during Christmas time, I've seen Valentine's Day stuff oh, start yeah. to be set oh, out. Yeah. Especially, like, as it gets closer to, to the actual day, which is so confusing. It's really annoying. Like, yeah. I don't like when the mixture of holidays happens when it's separate in my brain. Like, on Halloween when they have Christmas shit out. Yeah. And then people... Dude, in September they have Christmas shit out now. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And honestly, it ruins it for me. And then people are like, well, what about, you know, us... You know, we have to prepare to budget for Christmas. Um, so it's like, they like... I, it's nice that they have it out early, but it's like, it ruins the spirit of it. Like, yeah, I agree. Maybe it's just like Christmas like, season just gets too long. You can budget and maybe just you know start budgeting in September, but I yeah. don't feel like you have to. Also, you don't have to budget at all. You can just celebrate the spirit of Christmas. Valentine's Day is one of the most like corporate ones, though, where it's so obviously corporate. Yeah, like, like they definitely really, took it over. They took it over, and then not only that, but like all the restaurants, it's like three hundred bucks just to sit down. Yeah, it's like, and you guys know this is you can't get what you normally get. We got a menu. So that's just what for I today. wanted. To, that's what I wanted to pivot to is to ask you: How do you feel about like corporate holidays, and and especially as a couple, um, like romantic the romantic holiday of the year? I mean, for me, it's just that I like you already, so that's good. That's mm -hmm. a plus. That's so a, that's a, a good point. It's an excuse to hang out with you more because, mm -hmm. like, it's like at least every year I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna hang out with Nikki that night. Yeah. So I'm like, that's cool. I like that. But, like, I don't really, I have to say, like, the past couple of years, like, the idea of, we've talked about this many times, but, like, the idea of going somewhere and paying $400 just to have dinner together is, like, wild. Yeah. It's not fun. It doesn't make it more fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that is kind of, that it's just become a bummer kind of in a way. Yeah. I, I like having something to celebrate. Yeah. But, um, and because I, I like you and I also have just, we're both romantic people. Right. Um, but I don't think it has to be expensive. Like, I don't yeah. think you have to cater to like, um, like the corporate aspect of it. Right. So like, I don't know. I was raised in a family where, um, my mom like did hated Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. Like, well, she used to give us little Valentine's and stuff, but she didn't like that. She didn't like any idea of a forced romantic holiday right. like where it's like oh you're just gonna buy me flowers on this day because you're you're being like pressured to like why don't you just buy me a flower on a day you're thinking of me yeah i get that and so How, why not both that's what i'm saying yeah. so i'm like well yeah i mean buy me a flower when you're thinking of me but yeah. also like it's kind of nice to like 
have a day to look forward to of um it breaks up the monotony celebrate it but we don't have to like yeah go all out and do a preset menu at the fanciest of restaurants all that stuff just got it like it's i don't know if we change or if they change but like it got worse well it's a modern day version of like the male showing his feather peacock feathers yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like well i could take you to a fancier place right you know on valentine's day the day of all romance yeah exactly you know and then it also um it also created- it's also the comparative reality shit where like you look at your neighbor and what they're doing for valentine's day and people on social media what they're doing for valentine's yeah. day and like it's almost like you tr- you're, you're competing with strangers well, there's a, there's a whole new level with social media now, too, of like of it being a tentpole holiday. So like we can create a bunch of content around it Thank where, you. you know, if you're um, a food blogger, then you can do Valentine's Day cookie recipes. And if you're um, a home decor or DIY person, you do like Valentine's themed candles or whatever. It, like it it's so social media has added a whole new element to it. And then like the modern day people that want to like rebel against a forced romantic holiday and celebrate singledom they they created like a whole anti-valentine's day where it's like they got galentine's day they got um sad day which is single awareness day <laughs> shut the hell up <laughs> no it is That's it's crazy like on the same day it's it's called the sad it's called sad oh, day it is, it is sad. single awareness day Jesus, and people will buy themselves chocolates no and... hate to single people but that is no really, exactly that is a wild I just, like, interpretation if, if you don't like it just don't celebrate it but yeah. like so they'll buy each other they'll buy themselves chocolates and Clearly. flowers and then they'll eat it alone <laughs> or whatever and they're like i'm celebrating single awareness day um well, it's got to be a bit right yeah i think it started it as sounds a bit. like mostly a bit it's mostly a but bit then always some people take it way too seriously and it's like oh shit and then there's like people that just go out of their way to go i don't believe in this holiday and i want right. i'm empowered by being single like it's good for you i just i don't know if you have to make a big fuss about anything really yeah. like celebrate people just take things really they seriously do. where it's like the like a lot of people get bent out of shape because like there's a there's a holiday that guys obviously invented called steak and a blowjob day where like your chick makes you a steak and gives you a blowjob. What? Yeah, it's like I haven't a, heard of that. Is it's, it, a bit. it's a bit? Yeah. Well, it's like a bit, and then like guys are trying to actually do it, make it a thing, whatever. That's just a stupid bit. Yeah. But like I've seen some people get super pissed about it. Like that's fucked up. Like I, but yeah, it's usually single women. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. I just. I don't know. I could never take myself that seriously. Like I couldn't take myself seriously enough to like be mad if you like didn't get me a thing for valentine's day like there are people that really place yeah. a lot of emphasis on what are you going to get me for valentine's day or you know valentine's day is coming up you know i got my eye on this tennis bracelet or whatever yeah you know and uh and so i think that this satire bit of steak and blowjob day is coming out of that where it's like sure. men are, men oh, are like, that's all where I want. we expected to get them yeah. something on valentine's day we don't have a day where they get us something it's like god damn and by like, the way i'm positive you that all there are, are guys, insufferable yeah, and i'm positive about that, that there are guys who take that one too seriously too sure like, obviously well there's just a whole war right now yeah. on the genders of like it's it's not fair that you know women expect to be everything taken paid for and it's like 
don't do it then. Yeah, just like, don't do just it, Just find See someone that doesn't want that or yeah. whatever. But it's like you seek out women that want that so that you can point it out how fucked up it is or exactly. something. It's like those podcasts where they like bring women on just for the sake of like making fun of them. Oh, it's the best. I, I don't I don't get right, it. You're a OnlyFans model. Yeah. You're a whore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and like, Real deep yeah, thoughts here. just sitting there and it's like. Yeah, you uh, show, and they say something like, oh, well, I would like to have a man someday. <laughs> You're never going to have a man. You show your butthole for money. Yeah. <laughs> fucking whore. <laughs> Dunked on. And it's like, why are they there? Yeah. Why, why, why are did these you girls have there? Them? Yeah. yeah. Why? You just did it just to dunk on them? It's wild, dude. It's really it's wild. It's a wild format. <laughs> they don't want to have a constructive conversation. They no. just want to dunk on. They want to call these women whores. Yeah. And the guys who watch are like, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode where they're going to have a girl on. I wonder who we're going to call her next. <laughs> oh, maybe you call her a slut next time. Well, that'd yeah. Be good. Yeah. That'd be sick. Gold digger. Gold digging slut. Well, it's definitely engagement farming, but. Yeah, it's. Look, it works, right? It works. And, and you know, there's a whole hate men culture and then there's a whole hate women culture. And it's like they just continue to intensify and then make these weird stands against stupid corporate holidays that are like, it's okay. You don't like it. Don't celebrate it then. Like if we had an OnlyFans model on here. Yeah. Like I feel like we would ask her like questions. We'd like, be interested in like, her. Like, hi, why are you a whore, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's why are that's you a good a starter whore? question. Yeah, why are you a gold digging slut? Yeah, yeah. A gold digging whore. Why do you think it's okay to be a... Uh, to show pictures of your butthole online. A gold digging whore. Yeah, that, see, that's a great question. And, we should write that like, one down. Mark, write that one down too. But the thing is, they don't take notes when they, when they the gold digging whores answer on their mm. podcast. They're just, yeah. you know, trying to call them names. Yeah, they, and they laugh. But we would actually listen At, to the to answers. Find out why they're like, gold digging well, whores yeah, and yeah. I think so. <laughs> no, yeah. nobody's a gold digging whore. You don't even have to say it. See? I don't. I do because everyone takes <laughs> things so goddamn literally. Good point. And then they are going to take it out of context. You know what they gonna, don't take out of context? What? When we go to break, and we will be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way, and you go, "Thank God I didn't try to do that myself." <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, 
that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blight. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. One of my favorite um, things that is about transitioning between the holidays, right? Like right. you were talking about? Yeah. Is this new trend. I mean, obviously it's probably happened for a long time, but there's one where these TikTok girls, it's mostly women on TikTok, right? Yeah. Who like go to, like, you know where there's rural areas and it turns into fall and so the, the leaves are falling? Mm-hmm. And they find like these rural areas where they, they basically break into some guy's farm and they're like taking all these like glamour shots of themselves with the with the photographer. Hmm. And like they're in some guy's like private road and like on his farm and shit. <laughs> and like there's this one poor son of a bitch who has like the most picturesque perfect farm that all these influencers like go to and they basically just like. This is a real thing? Yeah, they raid his farm every year and like take shitloads of pictures and this guy's like, get the fuck out of here and shit. Oh, they don't pay for it? No, they like just, they just they storm, show, they just show up. Yeah, and start taking pictures what of themselves the and shit with like ring lights and shit, yeah. Oh my God. It's the best. But that that is, talk about like corporatization or adding something like that's maybe um, bad to holiday stuff yeah the way that we've like even you're scrolling on instagram and you see that picture of the like the girl with fall leaves and shit yeah and it's like oh that's nice and then thinking about like this farmer who's like oh my god i can't even catch a freaking break and it's and everyone's taking the same damn picture but it's so fucking crazy because like nothing's real anymore that's not real because they don't actually like organically stumble across there. leaves yeah. right yeah. but also with the how fast AI is is progressing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need to leave your house, really. Like you could just go outside if you live in an apartment. You just go outside your apartment, yep. find a blank wall, and like go like this. And then literally, there's a a thing that Photoshop added last year called Firefly, I think, mm-hmm. where it's generative fill, and you just like use highlight an area and you tell it what to put there. You just like highlight right. a thing, and you're that. like fall leaves and then it generates fall leaves there and then you can scroll through different versions of what it's created to find like the perfect one and it's pretty good like it looks really real they have that with motion now too so you have a picture yeah you have a picture that's like still yeah and then um say it's like a plane right and Mm -hmm. you have the exhaust trail and you can like make the exhaust shell move and then make it so it looks like the clouds are moving too. So it looks like it's like a GIF now or like a video. Yeah, yeah. I've it's seen just that. A still picture. Yeah. Where they like mask out the background and then like put a video of sky moving. Yeah. Yeah. But like with one, like you said, like one click, the click drag over it and it make adds motion. Yeah. I mean, CapCuts made it like really easy to do editing with videos and stuff, but it's pretty wild, like what they're able to do, which is kind of somewhat concerning. It's pretty in, concerning. What, in your opinion, is the realest holiday out of all? The realest holiday. The realest holiday, because we've corporatized everything in this country and in the world. Yeah. What do you think is the realest deal holiday? I mean, I like don't think you'll ever be able to get to the most authentic thing mm-hmm. uh, answer because we've been so programmed that Christmas is the realest of the real, mm. and like unless you want to go all uh, 
you know, counterculture about it, like be a contrarian and be like, no, I don't pick Christmas. I pick May Day. You know, like what? Uh, April Fool's Day is pretty sick. <laughs> April Fool's Day is sick. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not like, a, I like to dress up, I guess, for things. Like I always like a theme, but most of the times, like if I don't feel like celebrating on that day, like I just don't. Like many a St. Patrick's Day has gone by oh, that yeah. I don't go uh, go out and don't dress up. For some reason, up. we always tend to do Cinco de Mayo because uh, probably because I like Mexican. Because you like so Mexican food, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in Santa Barbara, we had really big events where the whole city shuts down, and that was um, Fiesta. So cool. And I guess that I didn't realize that wasn't happening everywhere because I just grew up there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the whole town shuts down for a week and they shut down like streets and stuff and everyone's walking in the street and there's a whole festival and like- There's confetti everywhere. There's confetti everywhere. Everywhere. There's parades, there's mariachi bands, there's flamenco dancers, there's- uh, Taco trucks everywhere. Yeah, there's like, and then there's like a pancake day and like there's all kinds of shit. There's churros everywhere. It's awesome. And like that's pretty fun, and I used to think that that was a holiday. It feels <laughs> like, like one. It feels like one, yeah, right? It's yeah. like in Santa Barbara, and like I think they do it in in various um, Spanish mm-hmm. history towns because like the missions were made all throughout the California coast, and in those towns, is like a lot of Spanish culture stayed. Yeah, so they do fiesta stuff too. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think so. Yeah, like I was in San Antonio, and they kind of had similar holidays and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, like, I feel like the, the ones I like celebrating the most are like the personal ones. Yes. Like our anniversary. Yeah. Anniversary. And then anytime that family's involved. Birthdays. So, so yeah, birthday, uh, you know, obviously Christmas cause like we see family ideally mm-hmm. Thanksgiving family birthday anniversary. Like those to me are the highlights. And then because of July 4th, we have like a, we've had a tradition where we saw your parents like a bunch of years and that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I like the idea if you just don't take it seriously. I like that. Where it's like, if you feel like celebrating, cool, celebrate it. If you don't feel like celebrating, you don't have to make a war on it. <laughs> you yeah, can just I know, like I know. Just not celebrate it. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's been many years where we did stuff and then we didn't do stuff. Sure. Who cares? It is sort of impossible to skip Christmas, though. Yeah. Christmas is freaking everywhere. And I wouldn't want to. No, I wouldn't either. But I'm just saying, if I was a person who's like, I don't like Christmas. I don't want to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the villains, like one of the bad guys in the movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you avoid it. Well, you go I to mean. The, you go to a beach somewhere, I guess. If I guess, like, I mean, Jew, Jewish people have Hanukkah. Right. So, like, I guess they would have that instead of Christmas. But they have Hanukkah but even, like, around, around Christmas. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> if you don't celebrate any holidays during yeah. that time, I guess it's a little. Dude. It's a little odd. But it does, um. It creates, there's like a seasonal depression aspect to it where Mm -hmm. like lonely people get really depressed during the holidays because it's supposed to be a joyous time of celebration. But then like if you don't have, you know, family or like a, like a a spouse or something, Mm -hmm. they just get really sad. I I wish the best for those people. Like I, I hope that they can kind of see like there's a, a spirit involved where you can like participate without, you don't really need that. Like you can be your own version of that. Do you know why they, um, for Christmas time, they put um, stuff in stockings? There's many different theories to that. Do you know why? But like, do you, why? I think feel like you have an answer. 
I th- I heard an answer before, but I don't know if it's real. Okay, go for it. I heard that someone was given instructions to leave presents, like by the by the fireplace. Uh huh. And they were they were told to, but they didn't want to hurt the presents, so then they put them in the in the stockings. Yeah, and people used to dry their stockings by the fireplace. Like they wash them, yeah. and then they hang them by the fireplace. So then the, guy, the cat so like gets, it gets dry. Cat put them in there, and then someone's like, that's a pretty good idea. And the kids didn't know who put it in there? I don't know. I don't know if that's part of it, but hmm. that's what I heard. Well, I've done a whole deep dive, I think, on Christmas in one of our previous Shit They Don't Tell You episodes. I just find it to be such a, it's that, like we talk about pagan and talk about like all yeah. weird symbolism and stuff like that. Having a sock filled with stuff that we do every year, and that's like like the highlight of like the the Christmas at at your guys' house. Yeah, some people don't do it. I know, which is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, but that yeah, stockings are like a big deal. It's a huge. Christmas. It's like the biggest deal. It's like the thing. It's the thing. Stocking stuffers. I had never experienced before. Because <laughs> like, and with with us, it's just like you get one of those little lifesaver books. Oh yeah, and like a candy cane. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. Huh? We didn't do like you guys do like. Yeah. gifts in there yeah. you guys get, are thoughtful <laughs> yeah they're like, really thoughtful and it's like you know oh steve joined the family we're gonna get him like spicy jerky and shit and i'm yeah. like this is like specific it's very specific it's like jalapeno tequila i'm like damn this is like they know me i think that's why i like it so much yeah so in our family just for people listening um yeah we we always start christmas day off with opening stockings but it's like the biggest event because the present time is not there's not very many presents it's, no. but the stockings are like full it's, but the it way, takes like 45 minutes yeah the way it started though was because all of us grandkids there's like five of us right um we would all get all the presents so all the aunts and uncles would buy all the presents and the grandparents you know would buy all the presents for the kids uh, and santa of course buy presents for the kids so there were fuck tons of presents under the tree and the adults didn't want to buy gifts for each other, so they would draw names, and then they would fill stockings. Okay. But you know they didn't want to just have stocking gifts for um, adults, so they would fill the kids' stockings too. But mostly it was a way for the adults to get each other little things Got for it. Christmas without, without having yeah without spending yep. a bunch of money. Yep. And so that's why they like a day beforehand they'll be last minute shopping on downtown long beach and second street because um they're just buying like stocking stuffers yeah it's like a last minute little like oh this reminds me of so-and-so and and, like i'm gonna put that in their stocking tomorrow they give really cool shit but yeah exactly but now all of the grandkids are grown up they're all like in their 30s (laughs) and so same thing nobody wants to spend shitloads of money there's no kids yeah yeah exactly so now the stocking portion is Main is event. it is like the main yeah, event it is and like that makes sense the present portion is just whoever you drew a name for yeah well and then there's the, there's the um because it's at the sweeney's house the, yeah know. my my uh, mom's side of the family so then there's the, the thing where like they all got each other presents because they're like siblings with each other and shit yeah and that's pretty funny too yeah well so that's why you can't pick someone in your immediate family in the drawing because yeah. You would You'd be essentially doing anyway. you would buy presents for them anyway. Yeah, which, yeah. We, which we do. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So watching like, like you know, like after getting like you know pretzels and like uh, a beef jerky, and then watching Ryan get a surfboard one time, I was yeah. like, that is lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always the fun part is like watching. Yeah, that's the fun part. Other for people sure. yeah. get what would they get? It's like, like holy shit. This year I got a poker table felt. That was awesome. From um, that was from my grandparents. That wasn't from them they passed away and like it was their poker felt and then it got 
passed to me, but my dad wrapped it up for Christmas, and, and we all got to play poker on it. And it was so fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and it's cup holders on it. Yeah, so Christmas is sick, and Valentine's Day doesn't even hold a candle to no, it. No, but no. But if no. you want to light a candle and have a little dinner with it, then cool. I think it's it's fun. I don't expect a lot from it. Um, I think the gestures are nice. Like I enjoy getting flowers on Valentine's yep. Day. I don't. There's a side of me that's like. I don't feel like they should price gouge during Valentine's Day just for the same things we would get the very nope. next day for a fraction of the price. So I'm all about getting chocolates the day after <laughs> or like whatever the day after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't, you got to plan ahead. You got to plan ahead. Don't, don't get gouged. Well, you know that Valentine's Day is next month. Just don't get gouged. Start right now. Well, how do you buy flowers like days you in buy advance? Chocolate. I'm talking about chocolate. Oh, chocolate. But okay. yeah, flowers are different. No, but from. they have sales. It's not only like regular priced. It's like they have sales yeah. on chocolate the day after. That's true. That's a fact. But I think they're getting hip to it. Nah, because there's nah. a lot of people that now they got to move inventory they, they got to yeah. they gotta get they easter gotta get, they got easter going they got exactly yeah yeah <laughs> they, they got to melt the chocolate down and form into an easter bunny do you know this year um valentine's day is actually on ash wednesday oh you know what ash wednesday is yeah i don't remember so ash wednesday 40 days after ash wednesday is when easter is right so that's so, the start of lent right yes okay. so fat tuesday is february 13th this year and which is crazy because so if you give up stuff for Lent, like you're giving up pleasures oh. and like a lot of people give up chocolate or they give up like yep. cheese or like something that you're, you know, like decadent a luxury item that you're uh, that you use a lot that you're trying to give up for yeah. 40 days yeah. that you're going to sacrifice for 40 days, wow. basically. So then like Ash Wednesday is usually no one gets anything cool because they all gave up stuff for Lent the day before. Got it. And it's weird now because it's on Valentine's Day. So if you give up chocolate and then, Ooh, that's a bad and then day. Valentine's Day is on Ash Wednesday. <laughs> this is not the year to give it up chocolate. Sucks. It's not the year. I gave up chocolate one year and I'll never give it up again. Please don't. Because I, I don't, remember that you doing so, that. Yeah, I I was like, I don't really eat a lot of chocolate. Like it should be relatively easy, but I've never done it before. So let's try to give up chocolate. But there's one week of the month yeah. where that is all I crave. Like mm -hmm. I just need a little bit, but I need it. Yeah. And I couldn't have it that one year. And it was the hardest thing I've ever given up. Yeah. I didn't uh, enjoy that year yeah. as much. I don't know what I'm going to give up this year. What are you going to give up? I, I don't really do that. I know, but why don't you? It's kind of fun. I, I don't know. I haven't even thought of it. Why don't you do one this year? I don't know. Do one. All right, I'll think about it. All right, think about it. I'll think about it. I don't know what I want to do yet, but I'll let you know. When is it again? Uh, on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. Maybe I'll give up watching NFL football. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I used to try to trick the system when I was a kid, but that is not the spirit. Little hack. That's not the spirit. Okay. okay. Can't be like, I give up homework because I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Asshole. True, true, true. All right, well. Happy Valentine's Day yeah, to Valentine's all of you. Day, folks. Just like, you know, take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. Like, if you love chill. someone, love on them that day. If you don't, yeah. don't. If you want to give someone a little card that says Happy Valentine's Day, do it. Yeah, have fun. And if not, fuck the man. Don't like, take, yeah, don't take it too serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Also, I like homemade stuff. Yeah. Like, I like making cards. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. A little sentiment. Uh, I just like a little sentiment. Yeah, sentimental. That's it. Yeah. I'll put it in my journal. And they go, that's what happened that year. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Um, try not to get into any um, beheadings of priests or uh, 
good, always good to you know. Don't get whipped too hard by goat hides, yeah, I guess. And and rugs. Happy fertility to you, there and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.